today on From A to Ziggy. Don't look down! Welcome to From A to Ziggy, the podcast where we listen to and discuss every single David Bowie song in alphabetical order. My name is Travis. My name is Thomas. And today we're talking about Don't Look Down. It's the final song of our week of going deep under covers. Um, the final cover song. This one uh, off of Tonight, originally by Iggy Pop. Don't Look Down. A nice, uh, nice breezy reggae jam from David Bowie. <laughs> Who's known for his breezy reggae Every, Yeah. Everyone's favorite reggae artist, David Bowie. Um, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, and this is another one. This is so, like we discussed earlier in the week, um, you know, you have your two avenues you can go, really, when you're covering a song. You either stay true to it or make it your own. First one we talked about, he kind of stayed true to the original, and... The other day we were talking about one where he kind of did his own thing because that's kind of both in both examples is because this is where David Bowie was at the time. This time it's just David Bowie pulling something out of thin air, but making it his own and deciding to make this kind of funky kind of paranoid cocaine song uh, into a breezy reggae jam. <laughs> that's right. It is, isn't it? It is. <laughs> I mean, if it, I guess when in doubt, if it's an Iggy pop song, you can like, kind of assume it's a kind of paranoid cocaine song yeah um but yeah so it's uh not tends to not be what you're expecting um this week we've doing these covers we've gone from most faithful to don't let me down and down was related similar bigger cheesier but the same kind of general sentiment of of uh you know sounding sounding romantic sounding tender yeah um and this one just completely 180 degrees different yeah from the original so david bowie is exploring in alphabetical order the the spectrum of faithfulness yeah cover yes, faithfulness but uh, i guess he had this in mind that's, that's yeah that thing i'm saying um yeah because the, the 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 original version is way funkier big horns and hmm. and wah pedals and yeah it's very funky i had never heard it until researching for this episode yeah ditto I, I this is one of those ones where i i enjoy both songs have their own merits well yeah i enjoy both you are on the record as being a fan of reggae i am um and white reggae too and, and yes that is, a, that is the thing that i take some heat for is my enjoyment of reggae of all races and spectrums i wasn't sure if with this one it was just a gen, genuine liking or a, a Sometimes if I hear reggae when I don't expect to hear reggae, I give it more of a chance than mm. I should. The more I listen to it, I realize that this, I do just genuinely like this song. The first thing that popped in my head when I was trying to figure that out, when I was on that inner journey, I was reminded of my first year working at Macy's. So the department I work in is right near where a lot of like the teenage girl clothes are. So they mm. have like booming pop music on all the time, which is mostly garbage. Oh, I love garbage. I know. If it was mostly garbage, I'd be very happy. <laughs> you can't get too much Shirley Manson in your day. But unfortunately in this case, it's, it's, it's mostly rubbish. Uh, it's mostly music for stupid girls. Yeah. Um, so then when that now looking back, horrible, um, song rude, that song, it's like, why you gotta be so rude. Oh, that one. Oh God. Yeah. That song. 
So when it first, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, okay, I can pal, this is palatable. This is okay. A, a reggae song lost in a wave of horrible dubstep and techno crap. Oh, uh, you're, I bet you're regretting that. Oh, I, it didn't take me very long. So at first I was like, oh, I finally heard something at work that I don't hate. And then by like two days, I was like, no, this is actually just really generic awful reggae that is, I mean the only function it really serves is it kind of cleanses my palate and it makes me just want to go listen to real reggae <laughs> and, and you know David Bowie's not exactly reinventing the reggae wheel with this song it's a no, pretty yeah. generic sounding reggae song but he pulls it off pretty well yeah sure he can he can do it um, and it's I think we're lucky that he didn't do it too much yeah more than a couple reggae songs would have been yeah. uncomfortable yeah and uh and they all they they tend to cluster around uh, around this album tonight. I think it's more of a we've talked about tonight a little bit, and it's yeah. it's sort of a it is Bowie's cash in album. It's an inconsistent but occasionally engaging album, and it's all right. And and it it goes along with the time. That's that's what I was. That's the point I was trying to make. Was you've got the police, you've got UB forty, all these things are pretty popular in the early eighties and. So Bowie just sort of, you know, p- falls into line with the rest of the, the pop zeitgeist yeah. at the time. Puts out a couple of reggae songs. I do enjoy UB40. They, they, they hold a very warm spot at my, in my heart. Yeah. Um, my, 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 my quick UB40 association tangent, uh, Red Red Wine. Uh-huh. Whenever we would go to... Uh, this is, this is going to sound a little... This is, I'm going to get really New England here. So whenever we would go to Papa Gino's for pizza with my family. So we, they had a jukebox there. So I'm both, I'm both showing my age and my region here. They had a jukebox there and we would, you know, pump a bunch of quarters in. And, uh, so our go-to songs on there were usually, um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Cause we had all just watched Wayne's world and we're super obsessed with that song. Jam by Michael Jackson, uh, smells like teen spirit and informer by snow. <laughs> Uh, so circle like 91, 92. Oh, and uh, Mr. Big, uh, the one who wants to be with you. Um, but then my mom would be like, all right, if I'm giving you guys the money to do this, I want my one song that I really want to hear, which was uh, UB40 Red Red Wine, um, which as I got older, I realized makes perfect sense because my mom raised me listening to a lot of reggae and also loves red wine. Not an alcoholic or anything, but she just really likes red wine. So yeah, that's so, uh, and I so I enjoy UB40, and I it, I thought they did a really good version of uh, "Can't Help Falling in Love with You." Yes, um, Sliver soundtrack. Yeah, that song was kind of my jam when I was a kid. I've, I actually to this day I still like it better than the Elvis version. What what are some of their other songs? And, uh, other covers. I'm trying to remember. Oh oh my story. gosh, let me pull this back up. So I actually so last night I got to think I was like you oh, were man, looking I, up UB40 covers. I was looking up uh, reggae covers. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. And I was listening to a UB40 cover on here and it wasn't, yeah, it, I, I got sucked into this amazing Spotify playlist. Did, they, did re- they do something like stand by me or, um, uh, maybe, maybe can't help falling in love with you. It was the only one. Lean on like, me. Yeah. Did they do that? I believe that they did. I have a story about UB40's lean on me. If it is in fact UB40, it doesn't matter who it is. It's about lean on me, the reggae version. I worked at a uh, at an ice cream shop in downtown Boston. This is not the one you know me from, but another one which shall remain unnamed. And it was run it was run by uh, this really greedy, awful guy. And he is an avid listener of this podcast. He uh, he's not. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that unhinged. Oh Travis, man, that'd have been worry. so great, though. <laughs> 
I know I have a reputation. He had set up a, a catering thing, an ice, an ice cream party for, for some organization. And he recruited a couple of his ice cream scoopers to go uh, man this ice cream party. And he said, it's at this place called SEC in downtown Boston. I'll, I'll pick you up and drive you there. We'll take all of our equipment and we'll just, you know, scoop ice. You'll, you'll scoop ice cream. And then um, I'll give you a taxi fare back home. So, all right, we, we load up all this stuff. He picks us up from, uh, from the ice cream shop, rolls up in his Bentley <laughs> that he has earned by selling ice cream in, in Boston. And he has me sit in the front seat and I've got this huge pot of hot fudge in, in, in my lap on his fine, fancy leather seats oh, in his Bentley intense. automobile. Uh, it was intense. Nothing spilled. There's, that's not the story. What happened? What had happened was he, he brought us downtown to this place called SEC. And we, uh, we go in. We have to go up through the uh, f- freight elevator. We meet some people down at the bottom in the lobby. They give us like some badges. Some, uh, they, they look at our identification. They look through the, the ice cream stuff to make sure there's not you know, something that shouldn't, some contraband or something that shouldn't be there. And then they, they say, okay, well, you, can go, you can't go up the elevator, but you can go around back to the freight elevator and the person will, will let you up. So we go, to the, we go down into the garage, down into the basement. We get into the freight elevator, and it's this, uh, this lonely person who's got a laptop set up for entertainment, a lamp, and a uh, fan, uh, an oscillating fan, because it's hot as balls in this elevator. We go up to whatever floor, the, say the fifth floor. We get in and they, they greet us at the, at the doors. There's these glass doors. They have to unlock them. They greet us. We, we say, yeah, we're here for the ice cream party. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, come on in. I look at the, uh, the big seal. There's a huge seal behind the, the reception desk. And it says Securities and Exchange Commission. So we, we go into <laughs> SEC. <laughs> we go in. We go into the, uh, the meeting room, the conference room, for the, and, and we set up the stuff. I get some really tasty water out of a, out of a dispenser, and uh, the, the people slowly start filing in, and it turns out they're, they're having a kind of a, I don't know if it's a team building or like uh, some kind of seminar or conference or something, and, and they're, they're, like con- they're all congratulating each other on like, you know, passing whatever certification or whatever. Um, and somebody brings up a PowerPoint presentation that like has some summary of whatever it was they were talking about some, some financial stuff, I'm sure economic stuff. And they put on this song and they put on lean on me, the reggae version. And I can only imagine they chose this song because, you know, these stuffy like financial people probably don't have any upbeat music (laughs) on their (laughs) music libraries. (laughs) So they put this song on and they put it on the whole time we were there. Two hours oh my God. of this song on loop while we're serving ice cream to these uh, fat cats in suits with no clue as, as to... I mean, these, these guys, they were real duds, real fuddy-duddies. They were no fun at all. Um, but they were trying. They were, bless their hearts, they were trying so hard to have a good time. They put on Lean On Me 
their team building seminar, whatever conference. Oh man. And yeah, for two hours we listened to that song and I, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I cannot oh, listen to that God. song ever again. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. It was ruined. That's my story about white reggae. <laughs> I like, I like a lot of other UB40 though. Yeah. UB40 is a very fine band. Yeah. And I guess, and, and I guess we can't really talk about reggae cover without fawning over some easy star all-stars. Oh it's yeah. It's funny enough that like, so this week I happened to just like hear a bunch at work um, <laughs> as we were like leading into this episode. Cause I was, uh, so I was working in the kitchen the other day, learning how, how all the sandwiches and stuff get made. So to speak. So, so to speak, no, literally, right? so to speak and literally learning how the sandwiches are made. Okay. Yeah. One of my coworkers was like, was asking like what kind of stuff I listened to. And I mentioned, you know, I was like, Oh, I know like a little rock roll, a little reggae. You know? She's like, Oh, do you like easy star all-stars? I was like, yeah, <laughs> so she put on dub side of the moon, which like, I've had conflicting conversations about that album with people recently. Really? Um, Cause I, this kid I work with is really into pink Floyd and he thinks it's like a total abomination, huh. but I, I think acid rock, like if any other kind of music lends itself perfectly to reggae covers, it's acid rock. I think, I think dub side of the moon is just like a perfect example of how you do it. Right. Yeah. Everything just, I think it just works so perfectly. It's such a cohesive album to begin with. But the way they executed it was just so spot on. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's great how they are, they're able to bring in different singers and for different artists yeah. for the different tracks and still make it sound like a unified thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great album. Dub side of the moon. Yeah. Um, it's a very malleable genre because let's be real. I love reggae, but a lot of it does kind of have a very, it's similar. A lot of it sounds very similar. So yeah. you can kind of get away with doing like a generic ish sounding reggae beat. And you, if you just add enough elements to the other song, it does bend itself well to it. it yeah. It really fits well with a lot of rock songs, country songs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the R and B list I got sucked into last night. There was a great version of uh country roads. <laughs> um, it's just, yeah, it's like, it's like the perfect, it's like the, the universal solvent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Everything goes with it. And actually, I used to have a great uh, CD. I wish I still had it. It was, uh, it's called Here Comes the Sun, uh, Reggae Interpretations of Beatles. Yeah. Toots and the Maytals do this amazing version of Hey Jude. But I, and I can see how those songs would lend themselves well yeah. to putting on a reggae skank. Yeah. And Toots is uh, Toots and the Maytals. Their, their their covers game is strong. It's like like they I, I discovered yesterday they do a great version of uh, Hard to Handle, hmm. um, Black Crow's song. Mm-hmm. Um, backtracking to UB40, this this is the one I was thinking of. I was listening to the other night. They did a version of I Got You, Babe, oh. with uh, Chrissy Hind from the Pretenders. Oh wow, I gotta hear that. Oh, and uh, Inner Circle did a really killer version of King of Pain. Uh, police. <laughs> well, that's not fair. That's already kind of a. Is it? Wait, it did. It's, it's kind of cheating. Police, I guess it's, it's not um, really a reggae song. Eh, well, am I element. am I stepping over a line? Calling uh, define trying to define what is and isn't reggae. I mean, the police isn't a reggae band per se. There's elements okay. in a lot of their stuff, but yeah, you know, King of Pain. Anything from uh, Synchronicities. That's their least reggae ish. Yeah, that's. Um, and, and I don't know if it's coincidentally or oddly enough, probably their best one. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's pretty excellent. But yeah, so the inner circle version of King of Pain was pretty rad. So yeah, reggae covers, always fun. Um, one song I wouldn't have imagined is Iggy Pop's Don't Look Down. Yeah. Not that I ever heard it before I heard this song, this version. But when you go back and listen to it, you kind of think, oh, how the hell did he come to that conclusion? How did yeah. he get from point A to point B? Hearing it, this is one of, yeah, exactly. Exactly what you said. I want to repeat, but can't remember what the words were. <laughs> yeah. How, how did he get there? How did he hear that song and think, this is where I want to go with this? It's brilliant. Yeah. A masterpiece. 
<laughs> sort of. <laughs> Clever. Clever work, yes. David Bowie. Very clever Going work. from this new wavy, dirty sounding song to this bouncy fun. Yeah. And it just completely, you know, without even really changing too many of the lyrics, it just totally changes the vibe of the song. Like, because the Iggy Pop version does kind of sound like a, like a paranoid don't look down. Yes. Because you'll, you'll fall. Yes. Whereas this one, it's kind of like, hey, keep your chin up. Don't look down. Yeah. From, you know, from Central Park to Shantytown. Don't look down. Yeah. Honestly, I never would have interpreted it as, as a kind of negative song. Yeah. It's always to me been this bright, happy song. Um, which is probably why I've never really taken a look at the lyrics and understood what they are supposed to mean. A lot of it is just like phrases that just sound good together. It's Iggy pop writing. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's oblique. It's yeah. hard to decipher. Yeah. You can't really, di- if you're trying to dig for deeper meaning in there, you're wasting your time. It's just words and phrases that sound neat together. And they that do. kind of sort of tie a general theme in. Um, so it's probably not worth trying to do a close reading of these lyrics. I like the Rudy Valentino. I do like how those words play with each other in that verse. Yeah. I, I, a lot of the, I, I like the structure of like the rhymes and like it's just, yeah. Again, this is one of those times where having taken a music theory class would have really helped, <laughs> but it's the same thing that I, when I'm like desperately trying to express to people like why I like, like certain hip hop over other types of hip hop. It's stuff that does that where like the words kind of play with each other in ways that you don't expect and you find rhymes in places that you don't expect to find them. That's, that's the mark of some real, that's some talent. Yeah, um, and he poetry. De- yeah. David Bowie brings it out of this yeah. song a little bit more than it. Cause Iggy pop has that. It's the very like dry yeah. Iggy pop style where he's like kind of half talking, which is awesome in its own way. Yeah. And then David Bowie kind of takes it and makes the song kind of makes the words play with each other a little bit more. Yeah. He, he, he brings it out of the mix a little bit more. Yeah. Emphasizes he's, he's, he sings it more. Yeah. He, he sings it more musically and, and uh, spotlights the words. Yeah. Anything else about don't look down. I think that's all I got. Um, I think we just about hit it all. Oh, uh, an instrumental version is at the very beginning of the jazz and for blue jean, the extended blue jean music video by our friend Julian temple. Um, yeah, that's all I got too. uh, ratings. Ratings. Um, so I, yeah, I like this song. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, it's a good, it's, it's a fun song. I, I give this song three and a half crazy sounds. Uh, I am, I will be a strong defender of tonight. It's an album that I like. And this is one of those, you know, it's, it's a fun album to listen to. It's, it's fun to put on and just have have going not to say that it's musically brilliant or anything but it's fun yeah i mean we've only done a couple songs off this album so far yeah and most of them have actually been very very good songs so yeah i'd give this one i'm, I'm hovering in that three to four territory again so i'm trying to think would i put this on solely and just have it on i don't think so i probably would i feel like i would really yeah um i i, I wouldn't skip it on when i'm listening to tonight but as far as the, the reggae songs on, on that album go, I think I prefer the title track, really. But you don't have to decide when you're listening to it all yeah. in sequence. I like this song. It's, I'd, I'd give it three. Uh, three crazy sounds. Like that, like that. Most of my three sounds. Don't look up. There's birds. Yeah. Did you see that Yoda video of the bad lip reading 
Oh, I don't think I've watched that yet. Of Yoda singing about the seagulls. Oh, I need to watch this. You'll have to yeah. check this out. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he doesn't look down. He looks up at the threat of seagulls attacking. Well, that's it for Don't Look Down. You know, there's a theme. There's a theme going on in this week's songs, and it's going to continue on into the beginning of next week. Every song this week began with the word don't and ended with the word down. This is some crazy inception. We got themes inside of themes. It's like a turducken of cohesive it's, songs. It's a, it's a mystery wrapped in an enigma stuffed inside a turducken. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so a mis- just to recap, so we have a mystery that's stuffed inside an enigma that is inside a duck that is inside a chicken that is inside a turkey. <laughs> uh, take the take the G off of enigma. And it's a, a mystery in an enema. <laughs> I mean, after, after you eat a turducken of that magnitude, that might be necessary. Um, that, was, that was uncalled for. I'm yeah. Sorry. Uh, all four of the David Bowie songs that start with don't end with down. Yeah. See, we, that's the thing that flew over my head that I didn't even put together. That's why we're doing this. That's why, that's why we're here. To look at it from new angles. Yeah. You just, keep, just keeping us on our toes. Yeah. Uh, David Bowie, ever the optimist. Don't bring me down. Don't let me down and down. Don't look down and don't sit down. Don't sit down. Stand up for uh, the next episode of A <laughs> from A to Ziggy. Does that but that's also the, the advice they give you after a turducken anima? <laughs> Whatever you do, do not sit down. Uh, next week on from A to Ziggy, we'll be talking about don't sit down. Don't sit down. Um, and uh, <laughs> I've got images in my head that I can't get out. Uh, that's next week. Don't sit down. Where where was I? I'm completely lost. You've 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 broken me. I've thrown. Uh, yeah. Until until then, until next week, you can follow us on Twitter and on Facebook for me to Ziggy. iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher. Listen there. Subscribe there. Leave ratings and reviews. It really helps us out. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies to listen to to this show because it's great. It's right? a great way to make your enemies your friends. Yeah. And until next week, I'm Thomas. I am Travis. Pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> Do you remember Regatha's beer? It's such an undersaw. I've heard a rumor from ground control. Oh no, don't say it's true. They got a message for the action man. Oh, you're happy. Ba-dum-bum, ba-bum-bum. Good closure. <laughs>